Joseph was back. Back again. You're back? Off topic. You listen to Eminem or what? Back Shady? again. Were the real Slim Shady, please stand Guess up. Back. Guess who's back? We're back. God damn it. Introduce Cam Juice, man. Cam, D- disclaimer: Ren. that's that's nothing to be. That's, yeah, that's the no, not the and only, not the. I'm just a regular guy like everyone else. No, you'll <laughs> get you'll get to learn about this man. He's not regular. He ain't no regular pedestrian. Oh my, say that. Wow, much. wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man. Well, this is another episode of uh, Off Topic. Like I said, we get to introduce my boy Cam over here. Uh, you'll get to learn a little bit more about clean theory. Nah. What you mean, uh? I'm just, like I said, bro, I'm yeah. just a regular guy. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll jump in. <laughs> so, what's up, man? How you been? Shit. You been chilling? Just been chilling, working, going to school, working out. Making moves. The huge. Yeah, with this, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's about it, honestly. I ain't focused on nothing else, but. My main goals, so yeah. Well, speaking of main goals, um, why don't you tell us a little about about where you're from? A little background story about you. Um, little peanut head you said back in the day. (laughs) I'm from. (laughs) I'm from. I was born in Virginia Beach, Virginia, but I'm from Austin, Texas. Is where where you're from, Virginia. You moved to Austin. Get it correct. Okay. No, I'm saying I'm from here because I lived here most of my life. But you're from Virginia. Yeah, okay, fine. I was from Virginia, whatever. I lived here. Um, lived here most of my life. I uh, went to school with this clown at Fugirill. Um, We became best friends probably right after I went to school. Like, we were always close, but we didn't become close, close till probably like a month into me leaving, being in Durango, which we'll touch on later. But, yeah, just from here and – that's how I met you too. It was just through high school and stuff. And but before all that, before you met me, before you owned the Ringo, mm-hmm. before all that, like what was your childhood like? Where'd you go to my school? My childhood. Like, where, okay, so my childhood. Um, let us know a little bit. I went to Windermere. Like Willem- Windermere Elementary. Windermere Elementary and Primary. Went to Windermere mm-hmm. Elementary and Primary. Ended up going, getting moved into charter school. I went to school called Harmony School of Science. From fourth through eighth grade, so I kind of had a b- big disconnection from my friends that I grew up with, and all that. I used to play football like in the street. See, with I didn't, this. I didn't, I didn't know you went to. I thought you you started at chart. Like I was, no, I, I, I didn't went know to, you went to public. Yeah, school that's how because that's how I met everyone else. So that's why when I went back to Fugiro when I was in high school, I knew everyone because of those days. But went there. Um. I was, I definitely say it's a it was a unique experience just learning yeah just being in because like the education was extremely hard like it was hard so I it was a, it was a more of advanced education but it was also a different demographic of people I went to school with like a lot of foreigners um, that's when I got real big into soccer and me playing soccer because nobody really played football there so I had a, I was athletic so I ended up playing soccer with everyone so like when you that's when I got really good. Like when you weren't, like I said, Harmony, you'd play like football on the streets with your boys? Yeah, I played football on the streets with my boys. And I did PYFL, which is like Pop Warner. I did that all the way up until seventh grade. Um, it, it was a weight limit league, but that's what I did up till seventh grade. And then 
I couldn't play in eighth grade because I was just too old. So I just kept playing. So I and it actually won Harmony their first like ever sports trophy, flag football tournament in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I single handedly won it. Like not like not even being cocky. I single handedly like so won. You nice is what you no. Me. So you nice. Oh, uh, but I played quarterback there. So you used Johnny Manziel on everybody. Just, or what? Bro, they didn't block, so I just had to run every time. And I yeah, so I single handedly won that trophy. Um, that was like I think the only sports trophy they had for a while. But I ended up going there. I learned Turkish. Um, I say this sentence that they, everyone says it's the, he's like it's the same sentence but for the viewers who never heard me speak Turkish I'll say it real fast Merhaba which means hello Nasıl Sinis which means how are you doing so if you say that it's like thank you. it's like a response it's like thank you I'm doing well how are you doing I just like saying that because it's, it's super you know, no, it's, no, it's, no I can say a lot of stuff but it's just <laughs> super easy and it's super simple Anyways, but um, so I, I guess since you went to elementary school here, you moved here at an early age. Yes. Yeah, so we got we my dad was in the Navy for seven years. Um, he got off the Navy Thank but, you for your services, Mr. Thayer. <laughs> but he had a like he had a, a nuke a background, but it was harder for him, especially like being in the South because my mom's from Charleston, South Carolina. So being in the South. Even then, like, it's just hard for my mom and my dad to get jobs. You know, my mom was educated, and my dad, like, had a, na- a Navy nuke background. Is just being in the South. You know how the South is. It's just hard, like, to get jobs and keep jobs. So my dad ended up working for a gas company in Savannah, Georgia. That's probably the worst place in America. I'm not even lying. Like, it's What? I liked it. it, it, it touristy is nice, uh, but, okay. like, but, bro, it, the people be struggling there. But um, they my dad got a job in Moltec, which, which is IBM now at the time. When we moved here, it's Austin. And then after we moved to Austin. How old were you when you moved here? I was probably like three. Okay. Um, I spent like six or seven months away from my parents at that time because I lived with my grandparents. And that's when they like helped potty train me. And I lived with my grandparents while my parents were focusing on moving to Austin. They ended up following each other, driving from Savannah all the way to Austin. So I didn't, I didn't see my mom for like seven, seven or eight months at the time. So I was with, I was, I was was gone for a while. So I was with my grandparents in Oklahoma, but that's how I ended up getting here. So, well, I mean, I've known you for a while. I didn't even know you went to a public school before a charter school, but what, what was it like, like just going from a public school to a charter school? back to a public school because like my original question was gonna be like wh- how was it yeah going from a charter school to a public school yeah. but i didn't know that you already went to yeah. a public school so how like what were those transitions like um, for you definitely i think definitely going into charter school from public school it was i wouldn't say the transition was too hard the, the thing the hardest thing was getting used to wearing uniforms every day and looking like everybody else uh that was very hard to kind of fathom just due to the fact i I'm just used to wearing whatever. Um, and I guess like me and just dealing with all the minorities, like all the foreigners, all the people. What happens if you don't wear the uniform? You get used to, they, had a, they had a system called DPS points. So you, if you got 10 points in a week, you get detention. My little brother actually got suspension at, Har- <laughs> <laughs> at Harmony because <laughs> he had 70 DPS points in a semester. Oh, clearly. But Colin used to be real bad. But anyways, <laughs> um, you, get DP- you get DPS points for like – so for dumb stuff, like I would throw if you threw gum, three DPS points. One time I got profane. Why would you throw gum? Just it's just a rule on there. Why, why would you throw gum in general? Shit, I don't know. People yeah, are. Cr- but I had a, I got five DPS points for profanity. 
because I said shut up to a girl in class in like sixth grade or something like that. that, that And I was like, I was like, so I literally had to argue with the principal that is not profanity. And like to a (laughs) Turkish person, they like don't know, like they think like you're cussing in a sense. And I was like, I literally had to bring my mom and dad in. And I was like, that's not a, that's not cussing. I just told someone to be quiet. That's just rude. Sixth grade was at like 12. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, anyways, that, that, um, was a hard transition. But anyways, it's like that dealing with all the foreigners. Uh, it was definitely different, a different culture, different vibe. And I just got very disconnected from, uh, I guess like all my public school f- friends. I, I hit like a real nerdy phase just cause like, that's what I was around. Um, was nothing bad about that, but I still like play sports. So I was still athletic and stuff. I went to Pflugerville going into ninth grade. And honestly, don't the disadvantage I had with it is it just made me kind of um what's the word I guess like shy not shy but not able to openly talk to people or like seeing how people acted because you know how people why uh, I don't know you just know how people acted in public schools they're just bad and stuff like and Conley yeah they're not like that but like <laughs> they're just bad and stuff or for or like they just do whatever a harmony like everyone was just like angels like good ass kids. <laughs> Like, didn't do nothing wrong. So, just that transition. And then, obviously, like, seeing girls and stuff and, like, hitting people. It's just different. I was just, like, just kind of, I didn't know how to approach girls or anything like that. You still don't. Anyways, I uh, <laughs> didn't get this nickname for nothing. Uh, I told you. Clean. <laughs> but, um. Juice. Should we keep, should I continue? Clean. Juice. <laughs> no. The one and only. I mean, sure, you got so many nicknames. Goat. No. Legend. Oh, my God. Now you're just making stuff up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's some of the audience. Wow. Tell you. But cleanest one we know. That's that's sure really that was much. You're fucking perfect. Oh dude. my god. Shout out to Pamash. But um that's that's really that. That was how my transition went. I definitely had to leave. That's the only way I was gonna go play football in college, so I had to leave. Um so I mean what since you couldn't play football there was like what was the first was soccer the first sport you fell in love like what was the first sport you fell in love with since you couldn't play football I mean you played a football at Harmony but it wasn't like it was if you went to a public school um I still was in love with football because I still played outside of that was your first love still yeah because I still played outside I played because I've been playing football since I've been five so I, I was playing outside of school still until the age limit restricted me from so eighth grade was the only year I didn't play without pads um like when I, whenever you're able to, available to play in pads. So you, your first year was eighth grade that you played with pads. No, I played with pads all the way from like nine to like fourteen. 13, yeah, fourteen. Probably. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But eighth grade, since I couldn't play PYFL anymore, and I was at Harmony, I I couldn't play. I didn't play pads that year, so I basically took a break from pads. But I still played flag. It's not the same, but yeah, no. that's why. Like when I got to Flugerville, it was everyone was shocked that I made a team and started because no one knew who I was. One, and I just I used to tell my dad I was like I'm going in from public school or charter school to post school, and he's like you'll be fine. Like you're, you'll start. You're better than them. He's like you've been playing football your whole life. I was like yeah, sure. So anyways, so yeah, that I mean probably I mean I ended up playing. I love soccer. That's what got my passion for soccer just playing with all the foreign people and just how good they were and me being not as good as them like me being a competitive person that just it made me get good like that so i ended up getting good like that as well and i played select for a few years 
before um, I had to kind of pick. Did you play soccer in high school or no? No. Nah. No, why not? Uh, mainly because of off-season with football. I was just so focused on football. And also running track took away from that. And I, I thought it was more beneficial to what my long-term goal was. So you played me. football four years of high school? and F- mean, Football four years of high school. And I ran track three years. I was on varsity as a freshman uh, for track. but What year didn't you run? My senior year. Because uh-huh. I was – uh, I was fo- I already had like an offer, so I was more focused on so went, my craft for football. Like, there's I didn't want to waste time running track if I wasn't going to use it. So I'd rather like get faster. You wouldn't. Like, you didn't want to try to do like what some of the like D one players do, like try to get like a D one offer in track, then like walk on the football team. You didn't want to do that. Um. Nah, I just personally didn't love track like that. I feel that it's just, uh like it's it would be just something fun. you do it just for conditioning or you conditioning just and to get faster it? like to get faster I recommend anyone that's playing sports run track if you're in high school run track if, even if you're playing basketball whatever you're playing because you can always be faster no matter what like it it helps everything is this is a natural thing you need I just didn't like practicing like track practicing is just daunting on your body like it's it's not fun yeah but um so. We know a little bit about the football part now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to bring up, like, you going to college, but you already said it. Yeah, but I didn't touch on Why? What school did you choose? Initially, I chose Texas Lutheran College. It was the first school I committed to. Um, I almost went to University of Tulsa and UTSA, but they ended up offering, like, another corner. So I became a preferred walk-on option. And there's no money in that for people who don't know what that is. It means you have a spot on the team, but you have to earn a scholarship. So Texas Lutheran offered me, but they were D3. And after looking at the amount of money I was about to spend to go there, I was like, no. Because D3s can only offer like academic, academic money. money. Yeah, and yeah, no I was still going to spend like probably like 40G there. So I was like, no. So Sheesh. Fort Lewis, I met, I went to a Baylor camp and Coach Crawford who played at um, played at Baylor, was there running the camp, but he was also a coach at Fort Lewis at the time. He saw me there, met me there, just talked to me, talked to me about the school, whatever. In my mind, I'm just like, what the fuck is Fort Lewis? Like, I don't know what that is. I didn't care. I'm in, I'm in this senior year, so I'm just, like, chilling in class or whatever. I get a call to go down to the coach's office. He's there, and he's, like, just me and him just chop it up in the room, and he just talks to me. He says he wants to have me on a visit, blah, blah, blah. So me and my dad drive. 14 hours at Durango. Why don't y'all drive there? It's cheaper. And it was in the middle of the winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like boy. in January. Yeah. Y'all never fly to Durango. It's expensive That's as hell. stupid. But um, we drove there, and I, like, met everyone there. And it was really beautiful. At the time, they were giving me a full ride, so I was like, this is, this is money I can't turn down. And it was an opportunity to get out the state. So I took it. And we had a good coach. We had John L. Smith at the time. We had coached at Arkansas, at Michigan State, um, a bunch of D1 programs. So he was like a – he knew a lot of people. So I was like, I can't turn that. And then Coach Crawford was there from Wyoming and Baylor and Tulsa. So I was like, I can't turn that down. So I ended up going there. We were really good in my freshman year. We went 7-4. and four. So is that why you chose there? Did you choose to go to Fort Lewis mainly because – Mainly because of, of the money. The money? Yeah, that's like a, probably like number one for sure. It's just too much to pass up, and I just think in long term, getting out of school, having no loans, like yeah, it's gonna benefit I, you more. Than yeah, like you being in loan debt. But I end up going there, and 
that's when me and you got close. I didn't really like it at first, um, especially just because the transition from college to from high school to college is ridiculous. Like you might train as hard as you want. Like I was a person that played football and I actually didn't BS. Like I trained. Like I I I actually like cared in high school. Like a lot of kids are yeah. just talented, but still getting to college. It was just like everybody's wow. talented. Everyone's good. Like when you get to college, everyone is. Everyone was that guy at their high school. Yeah. So everyone's good, and no matter what level you are, like everyone was still that guy, or they were still good at their high school. Um, and I was just, it was just hard, bro. Like camp was so like John L made the camp to where he wanted people to quit, regardless of their scholarship or not. He wanted it to be that hard. Why? Because he just didn't want any people. He didn't because like a lot of people they like signing that that shit, the dotted line saying I'm going to this school. Mm-hmm. But in reality, they just like being a football player. They don't like playing. Like they like being able to associate Straight with the team, team, wear the jersey, all that stuff. Which is true. Like even go, like there's people at my school now that do that. So, um, going there, I just wanted to quit mainly because I was just really homesick. I, like, had never been that far away from my parents on my own and being 18, like, that far away. School hadn't started, so when you go to fall camp, we were there literally a month before school started. There was nobody there. There was no – it was literally just the football players, and it was football from 6 to 6 every day. Like, we had no days off every day, Sunday Sunday through Sunday. Um, It's terrible. It kind of lightened up once the volleyball and soccer girls came because, you know, Durango goggles. So everyone was, everyone was, everyone was in the cafeteria like, like wow, like you see her, her, and her, because like they, you haven't seen girls in like a couple of weeks. So I forgot what a girl was. Everyone was like freaking out, Durango goggles, whatever. Um, then some of them Durango tans, boy. <laughs> some of the girls were, you know, kind of nice, but um, we ended up starting school, and that's when you hit me up. Actually, like right when I moved into my dorm. Because I didn't even met my roommate yet. That's when you hit me up. That's my real one. That's my. And then that's when we got got, got close. And what really helped me get through my first year of college was my ex, uh, Christina, and then my my first roommate Jack, and then Cayman. Those three mainly helped me get through um, my first year. So transitioning into my sophomore year when I want to transfer, I know I don't know if you have to, you're going to ask me that or not, yeah. but okay, well that's fine. I'll just talk about it. Going into my, my year, sophomore year when I was in transfer. Main reasons were I felt like I wasn't playing as much as I should be. So I felt like I was wasting my time. I was too talented. I was just wasting my time. Two, my girlfriend at the time had left. She had transferred to Southern Utah, Cedars. See, I think it's in, yeah, it's in Cedar City. Transferred there. Um, came in, left. He transferred back home and went to San Angelo because his grandma was really sick. So he wanted to be close. They all three left. And Jack left. Jack went to university. So like all your close friends. Yeah, like they all like he went to University of Arizona. Um, at the time, I wasn't really close with my football teammates like that because my freshman year, I just stayed in, played games all the time with Jack, and we and then like Christina would come over and we'd hang out. Um, everyone left, so I was just like, damn, I had no idea what to do, and and the reason I was there wasn't working out. Like I wasn't playing that much. I was just like pretty like wasn't. I'm not gonna say depressed. I was just more just annoyed at the situation, and yeah. I, I just wanted to take it in my own hands. So. That following December, I applied at UTSA and Texas State. I got accepted into both. Um, I sent them my film, and I was going to probably potentially – I was going to be like a preferred walk-on. I was going to walk on and try to get a scholarship and just go back home. Um, 
I ended up talking to Coach Crawford and Coach Riff, who really got me to stay because he gave me more money. So that's really why I stayed. He just like basically he just gave me extra money just to stay, and it was like I didn't even need it, so I just yeah. had like money just there just cause. Um, I ended up staying, and then from that point on, me and Coach Crawford got closer. Um, we kind of butted heads that spring, but after we had our conversation, like going into my junior year, I ended up starting more and playing more. And I think it's just a, it was a better decision for me in the long run because I think if I would have came back home, a lot of people do that. They go out, go somewhere else, they come back home, they become regular students, and I don't think I would have. I mean, personally, I don't quit. Can't be no regular pedestrian. But I was not trying to not like, – I wasn't trying to just – shit an opportunity away just because it was hard yeah. and then come back home and then not play. It was our, like, at least at Fort Lewis, I was already established. I knew the coaches. They knew who I was. They've seen me work. Like, so you don't, you don't regret transferring at all? No, not now. No, no. Yeah. No. Was it, what made you stay? Like, was it that talk that they like just put your mindset like in a different place or like, was it just because they gave you extra money? Like what made, what was the reason why you just, you ended up staying and not transferring. A lot of it had to do with the money. Too, at the time, I knew that, I don't know, maybe the girl I was dating could be, like, the one. So I wanted to be close as close as I could to her. So I'd rather be six hours from her than 15, 16 away. Um, so it was a lot. And there was we could at least meet or something. So being close to her was important. And then... Um, just like having those talks with the coaches and stuff, just having that spot mainly. It's just I just know how hard it is to go somewhere else to go to another program where they already have their guys in their mind. Yeah. You got to really, you got to really do the extra mile. Like you got to one be talented and you got to go the extra just to get a shot yeah. at school like that. So I was just like, you probably could have started at Texas State. Yeah, they're honestly I probably would have hated playing there because they like Fort Lewis. They like we weren't that good, but Texas State is like I feel like they don't give a fuck over there. To be honest, I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> I just I don't know how how you in Texas like they're bad. Like, they're bad. shady. Like, I mean, that's yeah. Um, so you stayed there for four years. Mm-hmm. Ended up graduating there. Graduated graduated with an accounting major. Mm-hmm. Did you minor anything? Minored in econ. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. What I mean. Why econ? Like what? Um. Mainly because my my minor at the time was finance. Um, I thought finance and accounting were like too closely looped, so I wanted to kind of uh, make myself more marketable. So, and I always just like economics, like how stocks worked, yeah. Um, just how the money, like I, I like seeing what money does to the economy, like how it like gets put to yeah. use. Um, I think it's also super helpful, just knowledge to have. Like, so, just like money, like knowledge, or like. Just, just like, like economic knowledge okay. or just like just knowing what's doing what, what these charts mean, why people make decisions they make. Yeah. Like it's just very, and it was also, that's like, that's just very interesting to me. Like, is that, I feel like it's not boring. So I did that. And I also like my professors a lot that were econ professors. Um, that's the main reason I went with that. I was an engineering major when I first went there, but I just didn't have time with football and stuff. It's either going to, I felt like I was going to have to pick one. So I, yeah. Well, um, you play football, play soccer, play video games. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, well, you don't play soccer anymore, but yeah. I mean, obviously football is the biggest one, but besides football, like what was your biggest, besides either playing or watching it, what was your biggest hobby? Well, what, what, what are some of your biggest hobbies? Um, like me and you both, 
just video games. Uh, every, every time I get a chance to play or have some free time, I'm playing. I've been playing since I've been three. My first console was uh, PlayStation 1, and my first game was Spyro with a Dragon. That's my first game. Why'd you, why'd you start playing? Like what, what was... Mainly because of my dad. Yeah? Like, for a three-year-old to be playing PlayStation like that was because of my dad. He bought me the PlayStation 1. I was a PlayStation guy like you, um, and I had a PlayStation 2. I still have one. But I ended up playing. I just used to play PlayStation all the time. I used to game all the time. Play like little story games, like Ratchet and Clank, things like that, um, and sports games. And then the Wii and Xbox, like the new, gen, like that generation behind the one right now that we're on, came out like Wii 360, PS3, like that yeah. generation came out. And like the Wii, everyone wanted a Wii just because it was of like, trash. It was trash, but it was just because it was just so interactive. They messed that like, up so bad. It was bro. Dope. I was so disappointed. Yeah. I was like. What are y'all doing, dog? So I wanted a Wii. So I I used to um, get babysit by this was one lady and her daughter had a Wii. And we used to play me and Colleen used to play our Wii all the time. Um, I played that or whatever, but I was like, oh, that's whatever. I actually wanted one. Like, asked my parents for one for Christmas. My dad was like, oh, I don't know. So then I met good thing Alyssa you, Eccles. Who, no, okay, good. I met Alyssa Eccles who uh, I used to play uh, football with her. She was, like, a girl on her team. But I met her, and um, one time I had to go, like, I had to, like, get a ride with her for practice, like, her and her dad for practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing Halo 3 on their Xbox. I had played Halo before at Harmony. I played Halo 2, but I wasn't. Did you play on the PC or did you play on the Xbox? I played on Xbox original Because Halo. did it come out on the PC first or the Xbox first? What, Halo? Halo. The first Halo? Yeah, because there was a Halo. It on came the out PC, on Xbox right? first. Yeah, it came out on Xbox first. There's a Halo on the PC. Yes. Which one was that? One. One. Mm-hmm. And that came out on Xbox. Then it went to PC. Yeah. But I played Halo. I played Halo Two, and at Harmony, um, I was terrible. But they loved Halo, so I was like, damn, like I had no idea what I was doing. I was getting like shitted on. It's on me. Yeah, and I just like I just faintly remember that game. Um, then I played Halo Three, and like the exact moment I remember, I just remember playing on Valhalla. And I hijacked a wraith and like threw a grenade in the wraith, got off the wraith, and it blew up. And that, that was like the coolest thing to me, like seeing, like being able to do that, like hijack yeah. something in a game. Like I didn't know like you could do shit like that in games, like in a shooter. After that, after that, I was hooked, and I asked for a 360 and got Halo Three, and I just played the the shit out of Halo. And that's why, that's really why I got. I was already good at games, but that's what made me like elite, in my opinion. I think I'm elite. What game made you like fall in love with? gaming halo for sure halo because there was just so much stuff i did on it like just re- playing like regular. out of all like even yeah. before halo like like when uh, halo got here like that was the like game i like played game. ratchet and clank and like midnight club and like all those dope games but they were just like i wasn't like i was addicted but world of warcraft also that probably throw that in world of warcraft and halo probably those two games are the games that made me just like like i had to play them like i was that yeah. addicted Man, the game the game that made me fall in love kind of went back to me, but the game that made me fall in yeah. love with gaming was Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, that's how that too. Like, yeah. I had to play. That like too. I had yeah. I had to play. I remember summers like staying up till four in the morning, five yeah. in the morning. Parents waking up, coming like you're still up. Yeah, like, a game I just had to play. Yeah, eyes heavy, getting flash and shit. Yeah, God damn man, that game that game is what made me love Call of Duty. Cause I I got Call of Duty four because of John, um I was terrible, um but I got 
I like I got Call of Duty for towards like the end of its life cycle. I probably got called for like in April. Um, most people don't know Call of Duty's come out yearly, in like the fall, like around October, November. Mm-hmm. So I got Modern for two. When I got that, I was just like, wow, this game's a game changer. And no, I just played. And that's what it got me in the Call of Duty heavy. And now I consider myself like an actual gamer. Like a lot of people say they game, but they play like two things, three things. Like I think me and you both, if it's entertaining, we'll play it. Like we'll play anything. I mean, I guess it kind of like you just kind of have your own definition of like being a gamer. Because I mean, I I personally only play like one game, and that one game is Call of Duty. But there's nothing. But out, I'm though. still. But I'm still. I would still consider myself a gamer just because of the amount of hours that I play. That that's how I consider like a person a gamer is just yeah. the amount of hours that they put in to yeah. gaming. That, but also I feel like there's one. There's nothing out. Two. You, but even if there was stuff out, I'd still be playing Call of Duty. Like, because that's that's just yeah. like I said that, that I fell in love with yeah. Call of Duty. So that's where my like yeah heart is is with Call of Duty. No matter how good or how bad it is, like, yeah, that's what I am. That's but I feel like I'm at you're with. one of those people. Like me and you both are one of those people. Like if someone's like, "Oh, play this or try this," we'll play it. And yeah, for sure. I think like I've always been a person. It just takes me like a few times playing a game, and I get good at it. Like I, it doesn't. It's not hard for me to get good at a game. Especially if I and then if I the only thing that I hate that I don't do is I play so many games and I'm good at a lot of games. So like the so you don't play just shooters. Yeah, I play everything. I play uh, like my favorite favorite story game is probably like Tomb Raider, like the Tomb Raider series, especially mm-hmm. the new one on Xbox One. Like that that's, that's like one of the, my favorite. I almost things got all of them on, on um, PC. I like Red Dead. Uh, I play games like Forza. Oh, Forza, I like Forza a lot just because of how I'll, that's another hobby I can get in. Like, cars. I remember I was playing Red Dead on Xbox 360. Y'all were the reasons why I got an Xbox. Actually, that was like fun, I said, actually. I was, I was a PlayStation I guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, like I said, was I was a PlayStation fun. guy, and like that was the only game I played on Xbox. We didn't even play it that much. We just, but I didn't even buy the Xbox. My parents bought the Xbox with a Connect. Mm-hmm. Um, but just y'all would always mess me up on Red Dead. We were jacking around on that I game. Always mess, like, <laughs> especially I, like the little duel at the beginning. Y'all had yeah. everything. I had nothing. Yeah, and y'all would always mess me up. Oh, piss <laughs> me off! I was man, it's like yeah. fun, man. And then um, I went to. I, I bought my own Xbox One because of you, and that's when I got it. That's Halo. when I, that's and that's like playing Halo, showing you Halo. Um, that was like a good time for me too, because um, I think that's I think that's when me and Christina broke up. Actually, right after we broke up, me and you were playing hella games together. Like we would play Halo like every day. Yeah, so um, I went from like PlayStation every day, and then I went from, like Xbox like, every day, and now I'm back on PlayStation. Yeah, and especially with crossplay, like it's, it's nice. Yeah. But um, we were playing Halo like every day. Um, just and that's I think I think that like you are getting good better at games, but I think that helped you a lot as well. So yeah. you you play shooters, RPGs. Do you play shooters and RPGs or I play sports. Everyone plays sports, but I play them. Um, I play uh, racing games here and there. I like Forza, I have fighting games. I'm really good at fighting games, actually. Um, not to like to my horn, but I'm actually like good at Mortal, like really good at Mortal Kombat. What's uh, what's Forza? It's a racing game exclusive to Xbox, like, but like a Gran Turismo. Yeah, it's a, they well they have a simulation and then they have Forza Horizon, which is like a street racing. Uh, you can just cruise, go wherever. My preference is the simulation. I like Horizon a lot, but I like the simulation just because I like I like the realisticness of it. Yeah, uh, Forza is so realistic with it, creating your car, the customization, all that stuff, and that's why I fell in love with that game. So, 
and that like and also like digressing into my other hobbies like i love messing with cars and things like that and forza forza's like like since obviously you can't just go buy these cars you can forza is probably the closest thing yeah to, to uh, driving owning one well i'm glad you brought that up because um like my next question was like, what got you into cars? Mm-hmm. Like, what was it like at an early age, or like was it Forza? Was it like a young age? Like, were you like what? What made you just fascinated by like the outside and the inside of a car? Um, the sound definitely the when I was young. I used to probably people don't know this, but me between me and Colin alone, we probably had what, probably like matchbox five five hundred or six hundred Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> Because we had like we had like six cases full of cars, like just crazy stuff. Like so. were they open or no? What do you mean? Like when y'all got the Hot Wheels, did y'all keep them in the packs or like? No, no, they, we took them out because we had like no, cases. Because I know some of them run up there. Yeah, we like ha- we like kept. Yeah, them probably the- have one that like runs yeah. up there, but it's not worth it. I don't even know where ours are. I hopefully still we we still have them, but we're about to go home play. Yeah, we have we have um, I have like hella um, Close Hot Wheels cars. I got to like Hot Wheels like tech decks. Yeah, that yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> and um, that. Just and I always watch NASCAR. Like I used to love NASCAR. No, the left turn. Yeah, like <laughs> I like that was like one of the. <laughs> I never got into NASCAR. I just well, didn't. I just played. Well, I just like driving the cars. I used to play this NASCAR. I used to play NASCAR 2000 on PlayStation One, yeah. and I used to just play the hell out of it. Like make, like they make a driver like do the like the cup and stuff and do the career. I played that. Um, Gran Turismo Two was the first like simulation game I got, and then on PlayStation Two I got Gran Turismo Four and Three. Played those and I was like, damn, this game's dope. But I just used to always like watch cars. I loved car racing and stuff like that. Um, get when I actually started really, really getting into cars though, like outside of like fake stuff, fake stuff. um, <laughs> just like stuff that's not like, attainable. Like need for speed kind of yeah. stuff. Um, was probably like too fast, too furious. Shit was probably when um, probably uh going into high school i used to i watched this dude's channel called that dude in blue and vehicle virgins they were not as big as they are now like right now they're like they're both huge now but when i used to watch them they were just starting out doing whatever i liked watching them too because of how authentic it felt and uh the kind of cars they drove and just getting into all kind of cars it also made me appreciate every type of brand and car and what they do more because a lot of people like oh like you drive this like it's a pos like a lot of people think Cause I'm I'm I preferly like I'm I'm I love German cars, BMW in particular. A lot of people say like BMWs aren't reliable or you pay a lot of money for all that stuff. Realistically, there's only like one BMW that's probably not reliable, and it's the mm. two two thousand seven to two thousand twelve three thirty five i just because that engine is is ridiculous. Like that engine is like you can do crazy shit with the engine, but it's just not reliable. But um. That people like think that the car is not reliable, but it is. You just have to take care of it. Like yeah. I've had like problems with mine in the like recently. It's fucking bullshit. But I mean, it's it's what it's just because it's old though. Yeah, it's like yeah. twelve years old. Yeah, and it has like one hundred and fifty thousand miles, and I'm just, it's, just running strong. It's low too. Yeah. So. So what was it? BMW that? Because you said you like German cars. So was it like BMW that like got you into German cars, or was it definitely all the German cars in general? Definitely like, BMW. Mercedes German. Yeah. Definitely BMW. My my mom used to have a SUV when I was younger, a BMW, and I like kind of like BMWs in. In high school, I wanted a 350Z, but my dad said it was like not safe, so he ended up getting me. They, a, I think that car has like the high, it has the, the highest, highest like, death, death rate, rate or something yeah. like that of any car. Mm-hmm. But my dad got me a silver 325i as my first car. I got that my junior year. Um, I ended up totaling that. What's got money? <laughs> and then I got a. 
2008 328i my senior year and i've had that car since i know you told your car um i was used to work at discount Boy, tire daddy at 350z <laughs> he's working at discount tire and like the the discount tire on palmer it has the intersections where you know you have to, it's like two-way traffic and yeah. i literally had i had time to go got into the median this this car had to be doing like 60 or 70 down that road hits me i tailbone out my fucking wheels bent into my axle it was gonna cost like eleven eleven thousand dollars to fix. I was well, because like, you broke your axle, yeah, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's totaled. Uh, so that car got totaled, and then then I I was just out of a car for a while, and then I was fortunate enough to get another BMW, and I was like, I'm not losing this one. And my goal is at least by the end of this year to try to have an M4. It's my goal. Uh, if not December yeah, or not December or in January, I want one. This is my dream. Yeah, car. Money, so, money. Nah, no. So like, like back to another question. Do you like more of the exterior or interior as in the interior as in like inside the car, like under the hood, um, or do you like more of the looks? I like the both. cosmetics of it. I like I'm, I'm a performance person, but I know realistically you can only do so much on yeah. the street. So that's why the M4 is like perfect for me. It has 425 horsepower out the box. It's like that's that's that's, that's a lot. That's, yeah. yeah, that's enough. That's, that's more enough. than enough. It's more than enough. Way more than like, enough. Shit is fast. So. You don't like people like oh like oh like watch these crazy ass videos these GTRs have like twelve hundred horsepower but my brain you can't even use that like yeah. so what's the point? I just want something that's like nice, really like I want to be able to like oh people look and like they like are intrigued, um, and I also like German cars because their interior like their leather the dash all that, it's like not cheap like Ford, yeah. no like discredit to American cars but they're just not they don't spend what's money my truck, dog? <laughs> they just don't spend money on their interior like that. You spent money on my interior. Yeah. <laughs> GG's. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just my hop. That's what I like to do outside of that's in my free time now. So. Well, I got two more questions for you. Um, what are some goals that you have? Because I know you set a lot of goals for yourself. Yeah. Um, and you like to achieve those around certain times, and you pretty much do. Mm-hmm. But for do you have like a goal for a short period of time for 2020? Do you have like a long goal for 2020? Like what, what do you have set for yourself this year? My long like you just said you're in four. So that's a goal that you have yeah. for yourself this year. Like do you have any other ones? My long-term goal this year, um, definitely us getting our place. That's, that's super important wait, just to this and to other creative avenues we want to explore. Um, becoming a better person. Most definitely keep improving on that. Keep working on that. Cause I used to be like a yeah, cause you're an asshole, dude. Now, but I used to be like a not super nice person, and then like life, life just makes you, you know, it's like not giving a fuck. You've you been listening um, to my future. <laughs> uh, I want to continue to like do well in my job, and keep growing in my career field, because right now that's like my breadwinner. Um, and then I want to get my CPA. So I'm taking classes to do that right now. I have uh shit. I probably won't be eligible till the spring because like I take two classes a semester and I'm like to like take your test. Yeah, that's when I can start studying for it. I can't take it though. Yeah, studying for how long you gonna study? Shit, probably like I'll probably study for like six or seven months of like hardcore studying. I t- like I'm not gonna probably I'm probably not gonna have it till I'm 25. That's my goal. That's why like I got to do it now. Well, don't people get it a lot like a lot older? Yeah, like a lot of people get that shit like closer to their 30s. I'm not trying to be that old to have it. I want to have that shit in my tw- like if you have that like because. I, there's this girl I worked with that was doing tax. She had her CPA. She's 26. Like, that's where I want to be, like, someone like that. Trying, yeah. trying to be a sugar daddy? Nah, 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 no. Nah. You need to get your sugar mama or what? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> one of these days. But <laughs> Well, uh, what's something that you 
it doesn't have to be a lie. It could be discreet if you want to keep it discreet. But what's something that you want to tell the fans about this as a whole? That what, what do you mean? Uh, off topic? Or off the topic? Whole, opinionated? The other thing we haven't introduced yet. Like um, basically, our main goal and like I say, you don't have to say a lot. You can be discreet. If you I'm want. just going to say a lot. Then that's I'm, I'm go just going to put it in this perspective like this. Long term, it's going to be bigger. It's going to be more than just like us sitting at a table. It's going to be like a whole creative, like corporation type thing. That's all I'm going to say. They'll find out the rest later. In for a treat or what? Oh, it's going to get it's going to get crazy. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of long hours, but it's going to be worth it. Like I tell you, homie behind the camera right now, five years of us just pin our head down and grinding. You look up, see where you're at. There you go. Yeah. I mean, realistically, at least I tell, you, I tell you all the time. The I, want, I tell you all the time. I want to be, I want to be, out of work, not work for anyone else in the next five years before I'm thirty. Like that's the goal. It's possible. Tony, right now, he'll be the director of people behind the camera. Yeah, the director. No, he's going to be the director of people behind the camera. Oh yeah, telling them what yeah, to do, and sure. teaching them shit. Yeah, but that'll do it for this segment of off topic uh like we said in our original episode this is something that uh we want to get guests on uh just to expand in their uh brand uh, to platform from other people like we said from our first original video and then from unopinionated then our off topic video um but uh this will do it for your boy lost and cam we'll see y'all next time we're out <laughs>